With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, it is the kids' favorite time of year after the long winter. It is finally spring break. So if you're hitting the beach, retreating lakeside, or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has the cutest bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and don't forget sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your bag at Macy's. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Have you all heard about Squarespace? Their website helps you grow your business and takes the guesswork out of building a website. It's great. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. One of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it has never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Friends, it is the season of cheers. Shop the largest selection of wine, liquor, beer, mixers, and more delivered in as little as one Hour. Oh, that's so easy. Mini Bar Delivery brings the wine and liquor store to the palm of your hand. As featured in Rolling Stone, People, the New York Times Magazine, their app is loaded with party essentials, gifts, cocktails, entertaining tips, and the perfect finishing touch to any life moment. And you'll get $10 off your first Mini Bar Delivery order with code IHEART. Get Mini Bar Delivery on the go, available on iOS or Android. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. All right, if we're kicking this off, I just want to say... Can I get my my honorable mention out of the way right away? Do it. Like, right away. You guys, the t-shirt that Quentin is wearing in this episode. Oh, God. On the river court. It looks like a penis Rorschach. It looks like a bunch of dicks. three dicks got <laughs> smashed together, and it's on <laughs> And it was all I cared about. Everything else was so, like, like cringy and like, oh, God. But that penis shirt made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I think they might have been little like silk screens of R2-D2s, but they looked like dicks. Damn. I wish I had noticed that. I totally missed it. 
You have to go back okay. and yeah. pause it when Nathan is talking to Quinn on the river court. Yeah. You're never going to unsee it. Is the <laughs> <thing>. moment. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. It's season five, episode six. <laughs> Don't dream it's over. Hey, now. February 8th, 2008. <laughs> Lucas confronts Peyton about her harsh treatment of Lindsay, which ends up in a huge argument over their past. Brooke mm. intervenes when Victoria meddles with Peyton's record label, grr. Mm. And Nathan grows closer to Jamie's live-in nanny, Carrie. Is she living Woof. in? I guess I didn't Why catch that. Why is she that. living in? I kind of <sighs> thought she was just showing up at, for work every day yeah. and going home. While Haley is challenged by her difficult student, Quentin, Mouth becomes torn with the loyalty to his co-workers or his illicit affair with his boss, Alice. You know, we're we're all in really different time zones now with yeah. me being overseas. So uh yeah. us, me and Hill and the team watched the episode, but you watched it this morning, Joy. Where were you? I did. What were you doing? I watched it this morning. I was home. Um Maria did not have school today because it's like <gasps> final exams week. Oh. And um we had, I had to help her study for some stuff today. So um Well that's yeah, sweet. Just I watched the episode on my own a little earlier this morning while she was sleeping. Is there stuff like now that you're because you guys basically, you know, have teenagers like yeah. Are you reading shit in their books and going, what is this? I don't remember this. How do we do this math? You know, I think about that. No, new math is no fun. Uh-huh. We had to make a biome chart last night. I was like, the fuck is a biome chart? What are we doing here? I don't even know what that is. That sounds terrifying to me. It was dumb. <laughs> Maria, I got her um, a math tutor because she's blessed in math the same way that I am. <laughs> Great. And... um. So she was talking with this and her tutor is, um, he's an older guy. He's like a grandpa kind of guy. He's, uh, you know, probably in his sixties and she's, he, he's looking through her sheet of all this math and it's, you know, she writes it like it's all over the page and he's looking at yeah. what the, the problem the teacher gave her. And he, it took him a second. And finally, he's like, can we just do it this way? And he showed her the way that we know, like the right. easiest way to do long division or whatever. I don't know. I think she's in geometry now. And it's like, it took her four seconds. I mean, she just listened, watched it, and she was like, oh. And from now on, it's so easy. But I don't understand why. I'm not a teacher. I don't know what the deal is with core curriculum. I don't know where it's coming from or who's making these decisions. But new math sucks, guys. Whoever's in charge needs to stop it. I mean, I thought the old math sucked. So I don't want to <laughs> know anything about this new math of which you speak. Guys, I'm hearing from other parents in town. Other parents are like coming up to me at basketball games going, oh, the math teacher hates your kid. And I'm like, how do other parents? Yes, she's made her position known. Thank you so much. Wow. Wow. Appreciate you. Oh, if only we all had teachers like Haley James Scott. Oh, boy. By the way, I was going to say you get one of two options. I had teachers that were my Haley's, like amazing, incredible teachers who who rocked my world in the best way that like expanded every horizon I knew to exist. And then I think about how your kid could end up with a nanny Carrie. And I'm like shook. The older I get, the more I realize how realistic it is that yeah. there are real, deeply narcissistic, actual psychopaths out there all yeah. the time. Oof. And you never know who it is. And Tori is playing the shifts in her so well. Uh-huh. Like she's moving in these ways that are a little slinkier. But then with you, she's very prim and proper, but her wardrobe is changing. Mm-hmm. And her, like, by the end of the episode, when Haley says, 
Good to know there aren't monsters in the house. I and know. she's out in the I was like, oh my God, Make I want to die. In the pool. I'm so uncomfortable. Like my skin was crawling. She did it. She was doing it so subtly. It's that perfect oh. blend of the 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 dinner table is the best example I can think of when she says he looks yes. great out there. Your rehab's coming along. And it's yeah. like it's the thing that makes you go, what the hell? And then you're like, oh, oh no, I'm reading into it. It's me. I'm the psycho. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Haley's not the psycho here. No. When we were watching Joy and it was the scene where Carrie's in the pool with the boys oh! and Haley comes oh! in, like we couldn't stomach it. Like Screaming. you standing there watching it. We've we've all lived that moment at some point in our lives where we're yeah. watching a betrayal happen right in front of our eyes and you can't react. Like you Oof. have to keep your composure. And uh-huh. it made me want to vomit. I yeah. And you see, you so deep, I mean, I so deeply don't, and I think Haley does too, didn't want to believe and doesn't, you know, when you see those things happen, you don't want to believe that that's true mm-hmm. because yeah. it shifts the reality of everything else that you had built a foundation on. So it's like, there's so much at stake. If that, if a betrayal is true, then you have to unravel all this other stuff from the history. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really hard to, and to watch Haley justify it in her mind and try and figure out and even apologize the next morning. I, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't mean to be, it's me. You're yeah. great. I just, Dude, it's so great. In great. what world is Nanny Carrie living in the house with you guys? That's so strange. I did not think that was the case. By the way, because in the beginning, remember that scene we talked about where you come in in the car and she's like, okay, see you tomorrow. And she leaves. They've shifted it. And I think they've put live in Nanny in the, you know, episode description because they like the idea of, oh, now she lives in the house. Oh, that's why she's there swimming at mm. night. The writers have just decided to shift it. And then they're doing that thing where they're like, no, it's always been like this. And as mm-hmm. audience members slash actors, we go, but it hasn't because three episodes ago, you made me say this. Go what? home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go back to your house. Would she give up the lease on her apartment? But like, do you think when Haley came out in that moment, was she watching the action in the pool and going rut row? Or did she hear, because woof, when you talk about that feeling of betrayal that turns your stomach upside down, Mm-mm. when Jamie goes, get me daddy. And Nanny Carrie uh, says, yeah, get me daddy. Get me I was daddy. Like, I would drag that yeah. woman out of that pool by her <laughs> hair and be like, get out of my house. Get out. Like, that was so inappropriate. Did you hear it? Oh, God, it is making my chest red right now. Yeah, skin crawling. Look at us. We're all red in the face. Mm. But hey, in what world is Nathan picking up a woman in a bikini and throwing Uh, her around in the pool? Come on. That's his shtick. Because remember when, when Peyton and Nathan went on their, like, boy toy auction date we ended up in the pool and he was picking me up and throwing me around yeah yeah that's his thing nathan loves throwing a chick around man still this like has this insecurity that just needs to be wanted needs to be peter pan yeah and i also think there is a little bit of a like well obviously i don't mean it like that Everybody's mm-hmm. playing the kids around. Peyton's my friend. We were just playing. Yeah. Like there is a there is this like deniability. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes handsome men have 
because they're so used to things going their way that they're like, no, nah, it's not like that. And it's like, well, maybe not for you, you ding dong. They're going to tow right up to that line. But if you don't think that woman got in that pool covered mm. in body oil and a little yeah. teeny weeny polka dot bikini <laughs> girl on purpose, you're an idiot. I'm mad about it. I don't buy that. Upset. I wish Haley would have just walked right up to the edge of the pool and been like, yeah, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> that was so upsetting. And then you let her come to dinner. Yeah. Why was she at the dinner table? I invited her to dinner. I felt so bad for asking her not to wear a bikini in the pool with my husband. Well, and then she's in a V-neck that goes like almost to her belly button. Yeah. No, so strange. Putting his pants on. Oh, so boy. strange. I, I wonder if like I probably could have helped that a little bit more, made a little bit more sense in retrospect. I feel like if I had played Haley a little more frazzled in the last couple no. of episodes where I was more distracted and more like just I, I, I don't know, as an as a uh, observer now, if I was watching, uh, uh, if I was doing it again, I meant um, I think I would have mm. done that. But that's the ownership that women take, which we shouldn't, where it's like, well, if I were paying more attention, he wouldn't be paying attention to this nanny or it wouldn't yeah. seem so weird. And like, I was frazzled. No, Haley is doing everything right. Everything right. And these oh, kinds of that chicks- makes it more believable that that's why she would have not she would have missed it, like not really noticed it mm. if she was distracted. I was like, Haley's smart. Why isn't she seeing what's going on? Well, but most of it's happening behind your back. Yeah, that's fair. And and to your point, you don't want to think that that's going on. And like, you know, your kid loves this person and and having help is giving you some freedom as an individual. I, I get how layered that is. I just wish the writers would have had some sort of a line to acknowledge the fact that this woman moved in. Like, just put it in a scene. <laughs> just make it clear. So that we're not going, oh, it's it's in the synopsis. Like, come on, guys, tell us. Yeah, my condo burnt down. That's what it should have been, right? <laughs> she, she, yeah, she burned it down. Yeah, <laughs> she set fire to her building so she could live with you guys. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay, There's so, there was a lot in this episode. It felt like it was a really lot. jumping around and hitting a Do you know what it kind of felt like? Um do you remember Hillary when we would were on set that one time and we I don't know why we did it but we ran through Les Mis in five minutes? Oh, a hundred percent. This is what that episode felt like to me. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's just slammed all together. Yeah, they were cramming so much in. They wanted to do this whole dream sequence for everyone, having a dream that turned into a nightmare. Yeah, so it starts mm-hmm. happy and then it gets dark and it's Jamie and it's 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 everyone. It's you. It's me. And then they also wanted the repeats. So Alice is a bitch. Peyton is a bitch. Your mom's a bitch. It won't yeah. happen again. It won't happen again. They have everybody echoing the, the, the last sentence of this scene is the first sentence of the next scene. Yeah. And so there were, there were so many devices mm-hmm. that it made the episode feel a little frazzled. Yeah disjointed it was dense though man starting out with that creepy music and dan scott in fangs <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i was like they did not make him a fucking vampire was true blood on at this point is this when we were in our like true blood phase oh, wait it was on because joe got that job like a year later yeah joe joe went from our show to true blood like season oh five god. or something yeah 
Guys, we thought vampires were so sexy. I yeah. loved that show so much. I read all the Sookie Stackhouse novels. Oh, God. <laughs> I sure did. How come we didn't get to be vampires? Just Dan Scott, man. Dan Scott and Victoria Davis. Yes, Victoria's <laughs> her own version of a vampire. Yeah, she's like that really mean vampire that hung out with Alexander Skarsgård on the show. Just Oh, yeah. She was hot. Bossing those chicks around. Um yeah, the Dan thing, I like that conversation that Skills has with Nathan at the beginning of the episode because I've been in that position where it's like, what does your kid know? Because I know what my kid knows and yeah. I want to make sure we're all on the same page and you're asking me to lie to this child. Yeah. Okay, I'm just set the boundaries mm-hmm. here. And I like that Skills felt like he could just tell Jamie the truth. Yeah. I like that too. I think that's a good yeah. policy with kids. And it also just made for such good comedy. Yeah. yeah, like him trying yeah. not to blow it again. And then you told him Dan went to prison because he didn't clean his room. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so, it, it really was nice. I mean, does that work? <laughs> I've got a five-year-old right now. You guys report back. God. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun experiment to try on children. Um, I want to talk about Victoria more, though. This was fun, the, the Brooke yeah. and Victoria oh. storyline. Um, first so of all, fun. Daphne looks so fun amazing every time she's on screen those colors on her everything she's just hair holds herself like a queen it's incredible Mm -hmm. uh yeah this was interesting this constant struggle with brooke and victoria to find and and brooke so desperately wanting like coming to terms with how badly she wants her mother's love yeah and that moment in the end really gutted me. That was so sad that she Oof. has the dream, goes and has the moment and repeats it. Does she sleep in the back of the store? I missed that part. Why did she wake up in the back of the store? No, she went home. That oh. that's the that's the bedroom in Brooke's house. Um, but it's like you know she's gone home uh, from the night out with Millicent and Peyton, and wakes up and goes to the store. Because she's oh. had a dream about having gone to the store instead of going home. It wasn't super clear. Yeah. Maybe just because that's the back of the set. My yeah. mind was thinking something else. Anyway, that was well done. And I made me sad. I know. It made me sad too. And I, it's funny. I, as soon as it started to happen, I was like, oh my God, I remember shooting this with Daphne. And I remember, you know, we shot, we block shot. So we did all my coverage of the happy dream. And then into the sad reality. And then we turned around and did the happy dream and the sad reality. And it was really emotional for both of us. It was so hard to have to, you know, play those those two differences. And I don't know, it, it gave me one of those like muscle memory, sense memory feelings where I was like, oh shit, I, it's like I can feel that hug and, and how nice it was for us both to have a great moment, especially because so much for her in this episode was so vicious. You yeah. Know, vicious with oh, Mia and Lindsay and Mia. Vicious with and Peyton. Peyton. Oh, like Peyton oh. going out and defending Brooke's honor like a true best friend. And then Victoria saying, it's clear you didn't have a mother. Like, oh my God, yeah. it was Girl. so heavy. Well, whether you like fresh-faced, Full Glam or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I use it every day. So does my daughter. It's the one in the turquoise tube all over your socials. Yes. 
obsessed with this, you guys. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I'm wearing it right now. I, I really do put it on every morning because it's so easy. It just comes right off with water, so I don't have to worry about like getting those raccoon lines under my eyes. No, I have a little bag. And after I take my kids to school, I just sit in my car. And what I love about their kits is that it's so easy. It's like four products and you look like a brand new awake woman. (laughs) Awake. What a novel idea. (laughs) I love it. The liquid lash mascara lasts all day without clumping, smudging or flaking. And the flake free tubing formula dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. It really does look like lash extensions, you guys, without the damaging glue or the salon prices. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E. See what they did there? M-E-T-I-C-S, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash drama for 20% off your first order. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This March, join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. I love that Macy's partners with Girls, Inc. to support young women and leaders, inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or Roundup on your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. So the very first thing we did when we took over Samuel Sweet Shop here in Rhinebeck, New York, um, was we needed to update how we paid for things. It was just like a, <laughs> it was an old timey cash register full of nickels and stuff. And so Squarespace saved my life. I love Squarespace so much. I was able to get a full catalog of inventory. I was able to really streamline how my customers could pay. And it also allowed us to take our payment system out on the road. We can do fairs now. We can do farmer's markets. Hmm. We can do stuff at the school. It has just solved all my problems. Yeah. Squarespace made it so easy for me when I launched Work in Progress to have a, a home for that podcast too. It it really is such an amazing service because they make it easy for you to start your business website no matter what kind of business you run. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it has never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template, customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile, and stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. 
Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course as well. So you can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload your video lessons and teach techniques and skills, tailor your course with the powerful fluid engine editor. You can create engaging content that your audience will love and then simply add a paywall and set the price. So you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions like I do. I love Squarespace with my newspaper, Modern Vintage News, and you can turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Plus, you can use insights to grow your business. So learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. So go to squarespace.com slash drama for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Here's the thing. What we normally see in romantic relationships for other characters is what mm-hmm. we are seeing in Brooke Davis's female relationships. Yeah. She's got this problem where with her mom, which is a toxic love, where mm-hmm. like we see the teasing. St- we see like a tease of like what it could be. Because there's that scene where you guys are having brunch together and you're getting pissy about zero is not a size. Mm-hmm. And your mom is like, ugh. Were their models, whatever. And then she tells you yeah. to eat and you're like, oh, but I'm a size four. And she says, but you're my daughter and you're not a model. You're far too talented. And so we yeah. get that backhanded compliment that sometimes you get in a romantic relationship where it's like, mm-hmm. no, this person loves me. Like they think I'm great. And mm-hmm. Brooke tells her friends, she's like, you don't know. Like she's, my mom's she's great. Supportive. She's supportive. She's better. Oof. Listen, Peyton Sawyer just wants to be your ducky. Peyton Surrey yeah. just wants to show up and be like, she's mine. And I'm the only person that's allowed to tackle her in the front lawn. No one yeah. else is allowed to talk shit about her. <laughs> Leave her alone. Oh, my God. I love that. I love Peyton as Ducky. Yeah. She's your duck. Yeah. And it's, and it's interesting that Brooke goes to bat for Peyton with Victoria. And then Peyton turns around and goes to bat for Brooke with Victoria. And, and in this way, especially because our two characters have really, you know, found the reconnection, found the bond. We're living together. It's almost like now she's our mom. You know, she's she's like <laughs> both of our fucking nightmares. And oh. I love that Haley gets in on it. Haley's yes. the one who's like, Bitch Toria was waiting. And it's Bitch-toria. like we got Bitch Toria out of this episode. We got zero is not a size out of this episode. Yeah. We got like Ice we got queen too. such ah uh, mm-hmm. just like iconic like quotes Lingo. from our show. It was so fun. Have you ever had to fight one of your friend's parents? No. It's such a weird thing to have to fight a friend's like family member. Mm. Yeah. I mean, guys, I'm not one to mince words. And so, yeah, without going into personal detail, I have had to check some people I love's relatives and it is uncomfortable Mm because you have to say it with a smile. Like as a girl, you have to present it in a palatable way where you're like, (laughs) hey, um, look. Let's just all get on the same page here. And it is rare yeah. that anyone wants to get on the same page with you. Normally, it's that's like... It's so funny that you can do... Like, I'm... Man, I'm so just like, well, that's fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> just say it. I don't know how you manage to, like, contain and then also present yeah. it in a palatable way. That is a talent. Well, because you're trying to love the person that you love, right? And, of and course. creating yeah. a battle with their oppressor, if 
you will, is not going to make it any easier on them. But yeah, that's such a fine line where it's like, <laughs> how do I fight for you but not make it worse? worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that Peyton just takes the risk because clearly it can't get any worse with Victoria. No. No. Like, what do you think the first interaction was in third grade? Where yeah, probably. <laughs> where Victoria was like, this one, this is what you bring home? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a stray puppy. Blech. Peyton had some good stuff in this episode, too. Um, I know we're kind of jumping around, but it's fitting because the episode bounced around a lot. <gasps> the episode jumped around so much. Well, we're exhausted. Well, the fact that you brought Lindsay to the studio. So listen, <gasps> Joy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the beginning. I can't stop with the Peyton defense. Like, I'm watching this like, why the fuck is Lindsay there? And then when all that dialogue came out, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, turns out I feel exactly the way they wrote me to feel. Yeah. This is a business endeavor. I don't need Lindsay, like, you know, spilling a drink on the board. Like, she can't come in here. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) I get so defensive about it. It is also a weird thing when somebody brings an outsider who doesn't have any place in your creative process into your creative work. Like, it's one of the things that I find weird kind of about our jobs. Like, if you were coding at a tech company, nobody would ever stand over your shoulder at your chair and be like, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? What, what's going on there? And sometimes you'll get to work on a set, which is not nearly as intimate as a recording studio. And there's like 10 people at Video Village or like standing behind the A camera. And you're like, who are these people? I have to like fake a sex scene today. Like, I don't <laughs> I want have those to people in here. Yeah. Or yeah, like, I have to cry. Could you not, like, could you not stand in the corner and, like, record on your phone right now? Like, hold on, guys. We got to have, like, a little bit of a boundary for the thing we're doing in this room that's so intimate. And that's, like, a bunch of us as actors on a, on a stage with a bunch of people and camera guys. But you've built a circle of trust. Well, yeah, you have. They're your family. Like, they're, yeah. they're your people. I can't imagine how completely emotionally naked I would feel as a recording artist if it was mm-hmm. just me in a room and two women that I was working with in the booth and then suddenly there's just a stranger being like so what are you going to sing for me today yeah Haley should have known better you're like you're probably a really nice person but please leave like come back tomorrow I guess so I can like know you're coming if you have to be here but why are you here was Haley there to record with Mia or was she just like passing through to grab something on her way. I think that's where I was confused. Like, were they on their way to lunch? Why would Mia be there by herself? That's the thing. Victoria tells Haley, you're late for the session. Oh, right. Yes. Which is what makes it weird. So it's like, so did they come to the session together and then they were going to hang out until lunch and then go to lunch? Like, again, this is is just not great writing. Like they didn't make clear what was happening. Yeah, no, but it is weird that she brought Lindsay, especially not so only weird. just everything you said, Sophia, but just even the sheer fact that she's Lucas's girlfriend and Peyton yes! is Lucas's ex-girlfriend and Girl. it's already been tense. Why would she do that? Yeah. Like, another reason why Haley should have been really frazzled and just distracted and like overwhelmed. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like give her a free pass. She's just completely overwhelmed. Yeah, I just figured that Haley was like forcing Peyton's hand a little bit in like a loving way. Like, I know you're going to be fucking weird about this and I'm not going to let you make it weird. You Mm. know, like that's a reasonable girlfriend thing to do. And it's irritating for Peyton. It's irritating for Hillary Burton, who 
totally aligns with my character. Yeah. <laughs> because there's like, get the f*** out of here. Yeah, but do that on like a shopping day or like a lunch. Yeah, don't do it a in lunch. a professional endeavor. But don't you think that this is one of those things that happens on a TV show because they need to do certain scenes in certain sets and then they're like, nah, <laughs> we're going to do this combo. Nah, we're just going to make this happen. We got to get yeah. them together. So she'll just go with her. Yeah. And you know, there's always one person in the room going, don't you think that's weird? And everybody else goes, it doesn't matter. We don't have time. Yeah. Here's what I want to know. Why doesn't Lindsay have a job? She's never working on anything. Lindsay's just going to lunches, <laughs> going to dinners, popping into Peyton's place, going to clothes over bros. Lindsay's just bugging everybody. Yeah. And why doesn't she always have a manuscript on her? If she's an editor, she should always be reading something. Yeah. Well, apparently she's waiting on Lucas to write this book. Yeah. Just waiting on this dude. I'm mad about it. Speaking of Lindsay and Lucas, um, this my brain is going now to the fight that you guys had, which was so good. But when he Ugh. walked in and sat down in the studio, I it felt to me like Lucas really was actually the emotional center of the whole episode that didn't it hadn't grounded until he walked into that room, into your office and started talking to you because I realized all the other storylines, everybody was buzzing on this like high energy um drama like trying to solve problems and kind of scurrying around and lucas mm. was the only one who was calm and dropped in um which was nice to see i mm. i feel i feel like i hadn't seen that from him in a while do you mean when he comes in to tell peyton she has to apologize and then offers to help her like in the beginning of the episode yeah that's right and they got and then they got into a they got into a fight later. Was that was later or the same? Yeah, yeah there's there's two later. scenes in Trick. And I loved filming these scenes with Chad. We yeah. had Tom Wright as our director, who I'll say it a million times, was just a favorite of mine on, mm. on multiple shows that I've worked on. Mm. I've done three different television, maybe four different tele- television shows with him. He's just wonderful. Um, and I remember really trusting him because it's we're having to deliver all this backstory in these two fight scenes and get out all this exposition and stuff. And we both feel a hundred percent right in our approach. Like he really thought it was appropriate for him to show up and be like, I'm going to be the peacemaker. Mm -hmm. And Peyton like a hundred percent feels she's right to be like, I need to avoid this with you at all costs. Mm -hmm. And I have Mm -hmm. a million other things going on. Mm -hmm. And, watching the show back like I remember Peyton catching so much shit for like oh she broke up Lucas and Brooke and she broke up Lucas and Lindsay and Peyton is avoiding him at every turn she's just like pass 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 Mm. he's Mm. the one that keeps showing up and so I need that to be acknowledged Mm -hmm. but him saying can I help you and her saying no like if she were trying to reel him in it would be like you know it would be great could yeah, you no. maybe stick around? No, just like yeah. leave me alone so I can get over you and get on with my life and start yes. living other things and having other dreams. Yeah. But that's what the fact that the, it all came out, it was like pushing, pushing away. I can't remember what he said that really launched you into your thing about the books. and But it was, it felt so real. The progression of that scene was so real oh, and so, so visceral. I just thought it was so well done. It was my favorite scene in the episode. It was it was the best written scene in the episode too. Mm-hmm. He says you didn't think I could do it. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Ew, which is so shocking to Peyton because it was like, wait a second, like, yeah, hold on now. 
But also that that would be the thing that was such a turnoff for him that he could get over her. Yeah, but he didn't. He clearly didn't because he was so upset in the office saying to her, I propose to you. You don't go in and fight for somebody that you're not still connected to, that you don't still Mm -hmm. kind of want. Mm -hmm. But what, what I thought was really interesting about it and what made it feel so real to me is exactly that moment you're talking about, Joy, because he's yelling, saying, I did this. I asked you and you said no and you gave up on us. And she's like, you're writing a story. That's not what happened. I said, I'm not ready. I said, we're 19. I said, give me time. I, wa- I said, I want to marry you. I want to be with you forever. She's reminding all of us in that scene of exactly what she said. And you do really realize like, oh, he's telling a story about yeah, what he happened. he only heard one thing. Yeah, because he didn't get what he wanted and he didn't get it the way he wanted it. Mm-hmm. And so- he threw it all back in her face. And it's so vindicating that she gets to say, you're the one who gave up on us yeah, because you didn't get it your way. And I thought that was so special that he didn't get it his, I mean, it could have been that he didn't get it his way. I think I saw it as he, his expectation was at a certain place because it was so vulnerable. Like he was really putting everything Mm -hmm. out there. And when it didn't turn out, it's not, I don't know so much that it was like his way, like he was throwing a fit. It's just the expectation of if I'm going to put everything out there, you got to put everything out there too. And it, it just because it didn't come out the way he was expecting, he couldn't adjust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense what I'm saying? I don't, yeah. It didn't feel to me like he was throwing a fit. It felt just like he, he, he just didn't know how to adjust. He didn't know how to hear it. We've said in the past couple of weeks where, you know, because our characters keep reminding everybody we're 21 years old. And this is such a 20, 21, 22 year old mm-hmm. fight to have where, you know, he's allowed to be kind of bitchy and be like, oh, you didn't want me. But now that I'm a successful writer, now you yeah. want me, which is Ugh, like, gross. Uh, it's yeah. so gross, but it's, it's also so gross. Like, it's like kind of what it looked like from his angle. And yeah, Peyton. I remember having trouble with the blocking because we'd done the first scene and they were like, don't cry in this, Hillary. Don't cry in this. You got to hold it. Suck it up. Don't cry in this. Because there was a part of me when he was like, can I help you? That just wanted to scream. Right. Yeah. So hold it in for the second one. And then I just didn't, I couldn't figure out what to do with my energy in that second one Mm. during the blocking rehearsal. I want to say it was Greg Prange that was like, do you just want to whip those books at him? And I was like, yes, I do. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was whipping those things across the room. And there was one that did hit Chad. And I, you know, when you do something and you don't know what the reaction's going to be. And he loved it. He was just like, oh, God, this feels so real. Like he was so game for it. Um, but when we watched the episode, we were talking about how in that fight scene, Lucas goes in there and totally baits Peyton. Yes. She's calm. She's calm. She's calm. He starts making wild accusations. And then when she finally loses her shit, I did this thing where I like covered my mouth. And that was a total like natural reaction to spitting all that venom out. And he threw his hands up in the air. And I think those that was like the only takes that we did. Mm. And... It was like he couldn't handle her crazy. He'd driven her to the brink of crazy. He was like, oh, you're being irrational. Oh, you've gone too far. God, he makes her nuts. He's the one that went down there, though. Why do you come looking for it, man? That's it. 
And, and what it reminds me of, and I guess the reason I say like, you know, they, they wrote it, they wrote Lucas to, to be unable to tolerate anybody's reality, but his own in this Mm -hmm. situation. And it really harkens back to some of that stuff that we all identified in like the beginning of high school going, oh shit, now watching it back, you realize Mm -hmm. there's a narcissism under this person who, when he's with Peyton, he goes and he provokes Brooke and he checks in on Brooke and he wants Mm. to know how she's doing. When he's with Brooke, he's always going to check on Peyton and provoking Peyton. And it, I like, I saw that. And part of me likes that the writers brought it back because you go, oh, there's still a little bit of a child in there, just like there is with Nathan. He's throwing yeah, Nanny Carrie around the pool just like he boys. did with Peyton. Yeah. Like you see, yeah. we're 21. You see them in there. I don't even know that it's like clinical narcissism so much as just selfishness and insecurities. Like little boys that just don't grow up yet. Like every little kid. I think Dan Scott is a clinical narcissist. I'm not For sure. Saying, but you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. the tendency, it's the trait. And it is that thing of like most women, because of the way the world is for us, like we suck up not getting things the way we want to get them. Yeah, We're not very yeah. used to getting our way. When the f- do we ever? And yeah. when the boys don't get their way, they lose their fucking minds. Yeah, they implode. And his immaturity and his his need to keep her on the hook and yet to blame her for it, I think the scene feels so beautiful because it feels so real. Yeah. It feels so messy and human. And I love that Peyton gets to be like, oh, you like not yeah. again you've been doing this to me my whole life and it's yeah. like it's so oh it's like it's yes. so vindicating when she's whipping those books at him because you're like yeah man like yeah. he's he's got to realize what he's doing yeah you took this from me i didn't take it from you i was yes. i was ready i wanted to be there with you i wanted to do it i just needed to go slower man that's it yeah that's all dude yeah. he left a dinner party with his girlfriend Hello? to come and have that conversation with Peyton. You're right. I didn't even yeah. notice that. And his girlfriend, who, by the way, drives by, mm-hmm. go into their house and sees his car next to Peyton's car. Oof. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, Hill, what are your spring break plans with the kids? Um, we are going to the city and just going to see like every musical we can get our hands on. That's, yes. It's just time. Sweeney Todd is playing. Oh, what about you? What are you doing? I think we're just going to stay home because we've got uh, some other travel coming up a little bit later. So we're actually just going to enjoy being in the house. And you mean you're going to rest? <laughs> have, I'm going to rest. Have kids come over, run around in the creek. It'll be fun. But if you're hitting the beach or retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then everything you need for your vacation is at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. And you can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on the vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and perfect accessories to dress up any look. Oh my God, I can't wait to dress up. Plus... You can order online and pick up in-store or curbside, or you could get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Okay, friends, I don't know about you, but uh, in the new year, I'm just trying to 
straighten out the pantry, making sure all my household dry goods and canned goods and fresh goods and all of the uh, cleaning supplies and everything's just in order because I like to start fresh. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've been thinking about really is what does being healthy mean to me? And sometimes that includes what I allow in my home in terms of cleaning supplies. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's, you know, what my daughter's reaching into the snack cabinet for Mm -hmm. to pull out and throw in her lunchbox. I want to be smarter about what I'm buying, um, eating out less. And so one of the things I really love is Thrive Market. It's become a go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive Market. T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing that you do if you had an extra hour in your day? An hour? Just, just an extra hour. What would you do? My brain literally went, go for a walk, take a nap. Also read that book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call your friends, like the six people that you've been meaning to text back. Yeah, (laughs) all of it. There's so many things I want to do. I mean, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, but time for what? Yeah. I mean, if time was unlimited, how would you use it? I think the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you. And I know from experience that therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. Yep. I know that from experience too. There's something about being able to have somebody to talk to that's just an unbiased source that not only is helpful to just get words out of your body and have a sounding board, but getting advice back on how to help structure your day and Mm. organize your life and your thought life. It's really helpful. So friends, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. And here's what I don't like. This pissed me off when Lindsay at the dinner table is all like, oh, Peyton showed up because she's got some weird territorial thing about Lucas. Peyton hasn't reached out to Lucas once. Once. Not once. Wow. Yeah. So what's he going home to tell her? Oh, sorry. I ran into Peyton. Sorry. She just needed something at the office. Yeah. Oh, God. Barf. Barf is wow, right. Wow. That's a really good point. Why were you in your underwear on that bed in her dream? It was his dream. It was his dream. Or his it was dream. Lucas's dream. Did you have a fight about that? Yeah, I did have a fight about it because they wanted me seated like like tits up. Of course up, they did, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I was like, I'm actually going to hide more, as much of my body as possible. So I'm going to lay down and have real big hair. So all you see is feet popping up. It was very back. cute. Yeah. I mean, well, it was very like pinup girl cute, but I just knowing everything, I was like, I wonder if she had a fight about that or if that was just. That blocking was for sure a fight. Yeah. It just seemed so dumb. Like you could have been wearing a short little black slip and it would and would have had the same effect of just like looking sexy on a bed. I could have been fully clothed. <laughs> you could have been fully in jeans. Sweatpants. You could have been in the t-shirt with the long sleeve and the jeans yeah. and been yeah. like, when he proposed to me, you could have been in the outfit from the proposal. Could have been. Yeah. Instead, mm. tits up. Mm. Um, but that was Tom Wright. Again, I could say to Tom Wright, like, I don't want to do it. 
And yeah. he'd be like, baby, just do it however you want. Like, <laughs> well, here's what I am going to say. If I can plunk us out of the like ick of always being asked to be in our underwear on our show. <laughs> yeah. And just from like our adult perspectives, acknowledge that you looked smoking fucking hot. I'm going to do so it. Good. I was like, damn girl. Cause yeah. you're right, Joy. She looked like a little pinup character. Yeah. And I got to give props for your hottie McHottie moment in this episode. And for us getting spicy hottie McHottie Joe Manganiello. Girl. He's so spicy. I forgot. <laughs> How spicy Owen is with Brooke. Joy, we were watching the episode and we both were like, oh my God. Oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. Like he's very forward. Woo! He threw the vibes. And mm-hmm. y'all, y'all both did really great. Why didn't we have bartenders that look like that in real life in Wilmington? I mean, we did sort Good of, question. but in if if we if we flip it to Stephanie, yeah, there were hot there was like the bartenders. Hottest. There was no there was no Owen. Yeah, no, there, there really was no wasn't. Owen. I like Owen because, <laughs> you know, he's doing that kind of douchey guy move of like, I don't know yeah. who you are. But like, I really got the sense he had no idea no. who she was. Same, yeah. no idea. It was such a good move. Can you sign this? Yeah, yeah who do I make it out to? A uh, trick for $37. Yeah. This is so good. It was so good. I also love him being behind the bar for all these interactions that Brooke is having with female fans of clothes over bros girls who wear her clothes Mm -hmm. and him being like i know how i'm gonna hit on that lady i'm gonna with her like (laughs) it's such alpha energy it it was spicy he's playing a long game yeah i'm into it yeah i liked it when they cast joe we all were just like he is tall he was so large tall yes yeah yeah, and him and Paul would like stand next to each other and it was uh, amazing to see two like Viking giants. Gigantic man. I just loved knowing because that was all of our first interaction on camera. Like the look on your face, Hillary, and the look on Lisa Goldstein's mm-hmm. face. Like y'all were not acting. No, were it blushing. was real. <laughs> Lisa did her little nose touch that she always used to do and then it became Millicent's thing, but that was Lisa all the time mm-hmm. and I was like oh everybody's blushing this is great well because he came in and he was so nice like he was incredibly kind and was kind of nervous had like a little bit of a nervous energy mm-hmm. um and I remember me being nervous because he was so physically large like yeah and I said something really lame to him in the transpo van one day I was just like your bigness kind of creeps me out because I I was trying to explain to him why I need, like I was like leaning back and I didn't mean it as like mean. I just meant like, you're really big and it is intimidating. And as a woman, yeah, I feel vulnerable around it and I don't like the way this is feeling. And so rather than I was just trying to explain myself and I, I really stepped in it and he was just like, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, no, no, don't apologize Joe. for being large. You're like, I'm just trying to tell you why I might be awkward around you. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm the awkward one. Let me apologize. <laughs> Let me explain how awkward I am. Give me 10 minutes. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Let me just uh, give you a little diatribe. If I remember correctly, I think Joe is like 6'5 or 6'6. Six, six. Like he's a big, big, big dude. He's very tall. 
Yeah. I remember only realizing, like, obviously I knew he was a big dude because Brooke and Owen had a whole vibe. So mm-hmm. I, I wound up spending a lot of time with him. But I only ever realized what it meant to be that tall. <laughs> Ironically, one night I was out playing pool with Lee Norris and Joe and Jane Beck and a bunch of our friends from work after we'd wrapped a scene at Trick. And somebody dropped a beer bottle and I had sandals on. And Joe went, yoink, and just grabbed me by the shoulders and picked me up and lifted me out of the glass. And I remember being in the air going, oh my God, this is how tall you are. <laughs> like, just being like, wow, you see the bar. Wow, the floor is so far away from here. Because he just lifted me right in front of his face and moved yeah. me over. And, and it was like, I, I was essentially like, Jackson size. I was like a child. Oh. He just picked me up and moved me. And I was like, whoa, you, you see like the floor is so far from your face. Yeah. It's not that far <laughs> from my face. I've never known what that is like. And oh. we just died laughing. I love that yeah. instinct. Strong men yeah. using their powers for good. Yeah. It was really nice. I remember getting in the van with him one day and being like, Hey man, what'd you do last night? And he was like, you know, I went on a ghost tour by myself and it was like he had said the magic words. I was like, who are you? We're going to be We're going to be friends now. Yeah. He did a movie with my husband right when I gave birth to George. He and so did? I was still like, yeah, I had literally had given birth to a baby like four weeks before. And I'm on a red carpet with like eight pairs of Spanx on and I look up <laughs> and I see handsome Joe and I'm like, of course you're here. <laughs> Uh, still awkward, Joe. What do you want? Fantastic. How you doing? Give me a hug, but not too hard. Don't freak me out. Yeah, God, you're just. Yeah, no, he's lovely. He's so lovely. How long does he stick around? Is he around? He's here for a while. Well, he he's back in um season eight, nine. He came back. I think we have him in five and six, if I'm not mistaken. And then we lost him for a while because he got that big part on True Blood. He got famous, man. Yeah, he got real famous. Did he? Wait, I don't think he got True Blood until later. It was while I was still on the show because I remember being like, you dumbasses lost him. You lost him to the werewolves. Come on now. Okay, my timeline's all mixed up. I just remember him working out incessantly for this part Mm -hmm. and to play this werewolf. And I don't even remember if it was an audition or if he, I think maybe he did have the part, but he was training for it. And he came in and he was sick one day. He had a cold and he was like clearly very sick. He was like, yeah, I got to go to the gym after this. It's like, dude, why don't you just go home and sleep? Like you're sick. Your body needs to heal. (laughs) He's like, what did he say? It's like, sickness is a figment of your imagination. And it's like (laughs) your your body, like your subconscious knows that you're that you want to stop because it hurts so much to train. So it, it's Incredible. manifesting a sickness to make you stop and you have to push through it. I have never forgotten that. And there are what? days when I don't want to work out and I'm like, oh, am I pretending to be sick? Because I don't <laughs> work out. That's what Joe Mango said. Honestly, incredible. Joe. Yeah, I'm real into it. Um, and I like that we get to see Brooke be flirty, but not prioritize it. Like she's yeah. like, yeah, that was fun. I'm going to go I'm home. with you guys. Yeah. Oh, great. I also love, I just love the dynamic. The, the friendship dynamics feel so strong. Like you teasing me about dating and then Millicent coming in and, you know, saying <laughs> there's like nobody special. 
Yeah. You can be fired. You know that? And I tackled when Peyton said, yeah, but then she'd just come work for me and you'd still be paying her. I was like, that is just so funny. And like, I love when we get to see us all being together as women and the energy is up and everybody's having a good time. And you're right. We're not prioritizing these dudes. And I think maybe that's what makes that contrast when Peyton gets ambushed by Lucas again, by the way, ambushed, just like mm-hmm. he fucking ambushed her with that engagement ring. Girl comes and ambushes her in her office in in Brooke's party, ruining, ruining her night. Every single yeah. time you can do better. Woof. <sighs> Leave me. Alone. So annoying. God, I just had fun with my friends. I just got Mia to agree to finally like write this record. Yes. Kate Vogel was so cute <gasps> in this episode. What a sweet little lamb. Oh God. That speech that she delivered about if I can just make, you know, a listener's experience better for five minutes, that whole thing, she did that so beautifully. And as I was watching that scene, I was like, God, I forget that this was like Kate's first acting job was our show. Yeah. And she just is so honest and present. And it was really beautiful, that scene between the two of you. And it like yeah. that scene makes sense where she's like, I don't need the money. I don't need the fame. I just want to write a song that makes someone's day okay for five minutes when they're real low. Yeah. And the whole time she's giving that speech, all I can think about is that heart song, Barracuda. Because <gasps> if I'm having a bad day and Barracuda comes on, I'm like, those bitches nailed it. They nailed it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's my five minutes of magic. Anne and Nancy really came through for you. They sure did. No, I like that sentiment. So sidebar, the passenger train that exists in Tree Hill, apparently. Quentin reading his book on the train. Is he on the subway? He's on a subway. He said the train? (laughs) Never, ever seen a train in Tree Hill. And never since, I don't believe. No, No. There's no public transportation. It wasn't a bus. It was a train. Literally, the only public transportation that exists in Wilmington is the trolley. Yes. That would have been hilarious, though. Quentin on the trolley. Ding, ding. (laughs) Or those carriages. I mean, I would have been into it. I also, hats off to Robbie, because I loved the way he came into your dinner party, as random as it was. Yeah. And said, I'm going to do this. And essentially makes amends with his teacher and his coach. And then by the door, he's just a dick to Nathan. And I'm like, mm-hmm. God, this kid. Because just kid. when you think you're getting him, he doesn't let you have the payoff. And as frustrating as it is, because I'm like, just let these people help you. It also feels so great that he just doesn't, he doesn't have a reason to trust them yet. And he's not yeah. going to give it up too soon. It's nice. Yeah. Well, Nathan's comeback was perfect. He's like, he's like, when I'm when I'm back on the team, I'm gonna crush your scoring title and I'm gonna erase you. And Nathan's like, Yeah, yeah, I would have said the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, later, dude. Hope you do. <laughs> what is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with cheap Caribbean vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. 
This March, join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. I love that Macy's partners with Girls, Inc. to support young women and leaders, inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or Roundup on your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. I have a great pair of white Tacovas that I love. They go with everything. And I never thought I would be a girl to buy white cowboy boots because it seemed a little extra. But let me tell you, they're little ankle boots. And once I put them on, they're actually kind of great just kicking around in the mud and easy to clean if you treat them. It's just they're such great quality boots. I love mine. Girl, I got the tall whites and they oh, yeah. are extra, extra, extra. I think we're in our extra era. And so if you guys have ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. They will become your new favorite footwear. The cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. Tacovas believes in Western for all, and you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family, offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. <laughs> and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that will make your boots truly one of a kind. Look up your closest store on Tacovas.com. Now, if you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovas.com. Just use code DRAMA at checkout. That's D-R-A-M-A. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. So there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code DRAMA at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas only at Tacovas.com. Friends, no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Hmm. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Now, did you relocate for a fresh start, like Mm. move to New York to come be near me? That is a literal (laughs) move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming or rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting your max refund guaranteed. Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. It was cool to me that what seemed, at least as a viewer, to have cracked that facade for Quentin was Nathan being honest with him mm-hmm. and and when Quentin gets in his face asking where his team is and, you know, essentially telling Nathan he's a washed up athlete, James made this choice to be really quiet and still and just say, yeah, I have a team. My uniform is regret, mistakes. And he just was like, join, yeah. join my shitty team if you want it. 
my wife and my brother, they're giving you a chance. Like that was all in the subtext of his performance. And it was so effective. Yeah. And it was nice to see that that got to him. And then that Robbie made the choice to, to try to kind of come back and, and act invulnerable with him. That for me made it feel clearer that he really was feeling vulnerable. Yeah. Everybody's being so provocative in this episode. Maybe that's what, like, there's so many fights being picked. Yeah. Even Mouth's boss. Yeah. Oh my God. We have to talk about that. But yeah, yeah. so we've got Robbie yeah. poking Nathan in the chest. We've got Peyton poking Lindsay in the chest. Yeah. Lucas poking Peyton. Yeah. And then Victoria poking Brooke. Carrie poking Haley. It's like the whole episode has been turned up to a boil. You know when like a pot is on the stove and the lid is rattling? Like this whole episode feels like a rattling lid. That's a great analogy for this episode, actually. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And out pops naked Nanny Carrie at the end. Full boil. Full boil. I mean, it was so uncomfortable watching her put those pants on. I couldn't. I really actually couldn't watch it. No. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) (laughs) On what planet is this guy not like she's got to go? Dude, James's face in the scene where you're having your nightmare and you walk in and he and Carrie are making out. (laughs) He looked really happy to be making out. For real. (laughs) By the way, his face in this whole episode, when she's putting his pants on, when he turns to you and they're making out, I was like, oh, like, is he acting? What's going on? What's going on with baby Jay over there? Like, (laughs) no chill. He really looks like, Caught. He was so happy to have somebody else to make out with. That's why he'd been kissing me for like four years. Joy, I think he legitimately was worried you were going to be mad. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, you know, he when wasn't. You, no, you know, when you have an acting partner for so, so long that yeah. when there's a shift in the dynamic, yeah, it's a little. Yeah, it's an unconscious loyalty, but but also it, it shakes the dynamic. And I yeah. could feel James being like. Hey, this isn't going to change anything between us, right? Like, we're, we're still cool, right? Are we okay? <laughs> we're fine. We got a kid. Come on, baby. We could work through this. Oh, oh, my God. So uncomfortable. Okay, so the mouth boss stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I, uh, I'm struggling with this storyline so much because it's li- like literally the fight that I had with our boss in season four, and then it gets put on camera, and it's like- As a woman. Well, yeah, it's like yeah. a way to get out in front of it in mm-hmm. a way where mm-hmm. then if it's like, oh, Hillary tells the story, she's just taking that from the narrative of the show. Like, yeah. Whoa. Getting out in front of something Gross. is is a skill. Yeah. And to make the woman the villain. Mm-hmm. To write a storyline with things you have said to your employees. Oh, what, you're not into me? Well, maybe you're not long. Maybe you're not going to be long on this show. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you're not good for on camera. Yeah. To flip it and make it a woman. Yeah. That's really intentional. It's not that women can't do that. I mean, there are, there are, totally. sure, doesn't matter which sex you are. Like you can be, you can treat people badly. But the fact that it was specifically taken from that personal situation and then twisted and put into uh-huh. the mouth of a woman on purpose yeah. because he was trying to dig. That's so yeah. gross. And Well, look, I mean, the narrative in the show like is that the group of coworkers have all gotten together and been like, there's a problem here. And that person mm-hmm. is toxic and someone needs to stand up to them. And the one that does is secretly hot for her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the one that does in public yeah. gets fired. 
Mm-hmm. It feels so yucky. And you know what? That might just be me reading into it. I am grown up enough to be like, I'm sensitive to the meta of it all. It could just be a, a big old coinkadink. That's very big of you. I doubt that it is. Yeah, I, I co-sign what Joy said. I appreciate that about you, Hillary. Yeah. I, oh, God, every line and every well, well just pisses me right. Oh. <laughs> I hate it now, too. I hate it. I hate it. Like three different characters in this episode are all like, well, 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 well. barf. It's not enough just for Chris Keller to have that line. Ugh. No, now Dan Scott is talking like the kids. I gotta be honest, the only person that I don't hate saying it is Chris Keller, because Tyler's just delicious. And he's supposed to be a douche. When the rest of us had to say it, I was like, oh, now you're just getting greedy. Now you're just being gross and like pissing on trees. Stop it. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Well, hopefully Mouth stops dating his boss, because I don't I'm tired of that whole storyline. And I'm super excited that Millie thinks that Mouth (gasps) is really cute. And I can't wait to see that develop more. Oh, my God. The hot guy from the opening and then the duck. That was funny. So cutie. She's so immediately likable. Like Mm -hmm. right away, it just feels like she's part of the pack. And yeah, yeah, that's a cool vibe. I yeah, she sure did a good job. She just adds such lovely energy to our show. And Lisa has such amazing comedic timing. Every little thing she does, the way she drops behind the counter, the way when Daphne walks in, she goes, I'll be in the back. Like she just has all these little things that that really jump off the page. And it's like such a testament to who she is as an actor. And it it feels so exciting to think about where her character goes. Yeah, she kind of functions on pure instinct, it seems like it's which is really refreshing. There's not I'm sure she rehearses and does her own process, but I love that on set, it feels like whenever she's delivering a line, she's just in the moment and fully reacting with exactly whatever she's actually feeling. It's fun to work with. It's so cool. And it's just exciting when I think about all the years of material we got to do together and where even for Melissa and Brooke, where zero is not a size winds up, you know, it's a big, it's like a big arc that we're endeavoring on. And it was cool to see. I really didn't know that that was happening in this episode. Yeah. Can I, um, when you and Victoria were at lunch having that mm-hmm. conversation, these are the kinds of things that I think about that drive me crazy that sometimes I just have to let go. Does it bother either of you that they're clearly done with their lunch or like well into their lunch and now they're having the relevant conversation? Like how did they get through, how did they get through mm-hmm. arriving at the restaurant, sitting down, ordering and mm-hmm. eating half their meal before the major conversation came up. Guys, yeah. prop food has always confounded me. Prop food is hard. I remember hearing that like Brad Pitt always ate an apple in everything because he like loves prop food. Like he's always eating something in scenes. And I remember being so irritated with that. I hate prop eating. Prop eating. It's terrible. I just don't get why they, like, why couldn't they have been arriving at the restaurant and have the meal? Like, why? This is the kinds of things that drive me crazy. I come and sit down and I'm like, why is there a half-eaten plate of food in front of me? This would have been the first thing that I had to say to her. So how did we, but audiences, maybe maybe nobody notices that kind of stuff. Well, but I would also say that Victoria is like such a business person. I wouldn't be surprised Mm. if it was a lot of like ticking of things. And then it's like, 
okay, we've done all the work. Now I have to talk to you. By the way, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Good. Thank you. That's how that would have gone on set. I would have been like, this doesn't make any sense. And Sophia would go, (laughs) well, actually, we could have done it this way. And I would say, oh, okay. (laughs) I feel like that would be it. Because, yeah, it would have been interesting if, you know, you'd seen them get out of the car and be like, okay, we really need to whatever and then get seated and get interrupted. But we just don't have the luxury in in 42 Mm -mm. minutes. Nope. I am. It's funny now thinking about that storyline and thinking about, you know, Brooke kind of taking agency with resetting the Macy's meeting and saying, like, I do have a mind for business. I can do this. I have good ideas. Um, God, it's really wild to remember how many people loved zero is not a size. Yeah. And also the people who got really mad about it. Really? People got mad about it? People got mad about it. People were like, it's just the reverse of fat shaming, like to make fun of skinny girls and to, and I was like, "Uh, that's not it. Also, please go on the internet and do a little bit of research that, that a size zero didn't exist until like the mid to late sixties. Like. Really? I thought it was going to be like eighties. No, I don't think so. I I think truly, apparently, if I'm remembering correctly, because I I looked this up then to make sure I knew what I was talking about when I got asked about it. Um, So if my, if my math is a little off or my memory is a little off, feel free to let us know, but please do it kindly. Um, (laughs) I believe that it all kind of came to be because of that, that model Twiggy, that like super, super skinny girl who essentially didn't fit into things. But, you know, the notion and I'm the thing that really stuck with me was reading a report from a psychologist who specializes in disordered eating, who said the idea that we could tell people that, that to be nothing is the ultimate attainment. Like mm-hmm. if, if you had sizes like one, three, five, seven, nine, which happen, I, you know, in, in some countries and where you start at two, four, six, and you go up to, you know, 22 or whatever, wherever we go, people have something to them, but like what it does subconsciously to say to someone, well, the, the, the smallest Mm. you can be, which society tells women is the best they can be is nothing. And then in the nineties you had, I don't know if Abercrombie did it first. I think they did, but again, I could be wrong. The double zero, man. Yeah. Yeah. Where they introduced the double zero and like, and that they correlated that with eating disorders and all of these things. Yeah. I was like, we got to talk about this. It's weird. Like, we don't do this to men. No. I don't think men have a size zero. It's just women, you know? And I, I was really proud of us for having that conversation and really excited about it. You know, I thought that it was really important. And I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm curious as we get back into it on the pod I'm curious to hear what our listeners think as they rewatch these episodes with us. That's cool. I mean, hopefully it feels like a no-brainer now. The fact that it was I like kind so. of shocking back then yeah. to make this declaration. And hopefully now it's just like, well, yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Obviously. Yeah. yeah. We like a duh. Is that? Yeah. Okay. So I already gave my honorable mention of the penis Rorschach, but- <gasps> What are your honorable mentions for the I episode? liked Peyton's lightning t-shirt at the beginning. If we're giving honorable mentions to clothing items. <laughs> I have two. I would say the actor, I would say the actress who played Molly, 
for she your beginning so scene painting. That, like seeing you go back to your childhood home and seeing your bedroom and the shelves with this new paint and this new person, it made me really nostalgic. I cried through that whole yeah. scene. It really hit me. And the other honorable mention is that vintage um, coral colored oh. telephone chair that Mia is sitting on in that scene in Trick yeah. because that is the chair that I Girl. literally shoved in the back of my station wagon for you when our show wrapped. Oh and my I God, yanked I can't out. wait. When like when all the stages were getting cleaned out, the front legs are broken. There's like split fabric. And I was yes. like, I'll have it repaired. I don't care. I'm Dude. taking this for Hillary. So I have I have that. And by the way, all of this is still in storage because right after we wrapped, I moved to Chicago. So like I really got to go through my storage unit. <laughs> I have the red fringe lamp from Trick <gasps> from the OG days. Trick was so fun. I know. <laughs> and I have that telephone chair. And I was like, I'm taking these for her. And if I get in trouble, I don't give a shit. And yes. so, so good. to see that, I'm like, oh, my God, I got that. I have it wrapped in plastic in a storage unit in the valley. <laughs> I'm going to get an RV in the valley, load up, make my way back cross country. When you said that was the chair, I, I was, was like, like, that's the chair. What? That's the one. No, she like, Joy, she like fell out of her chair. I loved that set so, yeah. so much. It was much. great set. It was the best set. When we would wrap work, I would stay after work with Mike Rail and Matt Fan yep. and Polar Bear and a bunch of the other dudes. And we would have band practice for like two hours after work and just drink beers and hang out. I love drinking awesome. beers in the trick set. Yeah. Loved it. It felt like a cool bar, our very own private little cool bar. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, Hill, what are your spring break plans with the kids? Um, we are going to the city and just going to see like every musical we can get our hands on. That's, yes. It's just time. Sweeney Todd is playing. Oh, what about you? What are you doing? I think we're just going to stay home because we've got uh, some other travel coming up a little bit later. So we're actually just going to enjoy being in the house. And you mean you're going to rest? <laughs> have, I'm going to rest, have kids come over, run around in the creek. It'll be fun. But if you're hitting the beach or retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then everything you need for your vacation is at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. And you can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on the vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and perfect accessories to dress up any look. Oh my God, I can't wait to dress up. Plus... You can order online and pick up in-store or curbside, or you could get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. I have a great pair of white Tacovas that I love. They go with everything. And I never thought I would be a girl to buy white cowboy boots because it seemed a little extra. But let me tell you, they're little ankle boots. And once I put them on, they're actually kind of great just kicking around in the mud and easy to clean if you treat them. It's just they're such great quality boots. I love mine. Girl, I got the tall whites and they oh, yeah. are extra, extra, extra. <laughs> I think we're in our extra era. And so if you guys have ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. 
they will become your new favorite footwear. The Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. Tacovas believes in Western for all, and you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family, offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. <laughs> and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that will make your boots truly one of a kind. Look up your closest store on Tacovas.com. Now, if you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code DRAMA at checkout. That's D-R-A-M-A. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. So there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code DRAMA at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas only at Tacovas.com. Friends, no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Now, did you relocate for a fresh start, like mm. move to New York to come be near me? That hey. is a literal <laughs> move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house. Or you switch gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming or rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting your max refund guaranteed. Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. You guys, we have a fan question. Okay. Ooh, what is it? From Wendy. As far as careers go, if your lives had turned out exactly as you had pictured they would as teenagers, what would it look like now? Mm. I mean, as a teenager, yeah, I I always just wanted to be on Broadway. I would just be living in New York with a family and uh, being on Broadway. And that's all I would be doing. I really thought I was going to work for the government. Uh, real glad that didn't pan out, guys. <laughs> like <laughs> I went to college for um forensic psychology and like criminology and stuff and i just remember them handing me this big binder full of autopsy photos and i was mm. like okay this is my homework like this is what i have to study this year and realizing how unsuited i am because i get so emotionally attached to things yeah. that it was not a line of work that i was going to be able to do long term but that i wanted to be able to support maybe later which is like mm -hmm. what I'm doing right now. But yeah. I for real thought I was going to be Clarice from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Minus the kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just an old country bumpkin solving crimes. I mean, you kind of do that now with your show, by the way. It's a, yeah, it's a different entry point. Yeah. But you figure it out, right? Like, I don't know. I. I guess it would depend on what teenage year, because there was still a point. Yeah. <laughs> like, in my early teens, I still thought I was going to be a heart surgeon. Like, I was going <sighs> to medical school. Dude. And then suddenly I had this arts requirement that I thought was such a pain in the ass. I was like, 
what do you mean I have to do a play? Stupid. Dumb. So mad. <laughs> Dumb. And then I did it and was like, oh, it's weird. It's like literally my favorite subject in school comes off the page and to life. My parents were so thrilled when I Yeah, I bet. Life. I was going to say, what did your parents say? <laughs> oh, that's great, babe. <laughs> Theater school. Here we are. Now I'm just doing eight shows a week on the West End. So, Ta-da! yeah, mama. It's so awesome. So crazy. All right. Do we want to spin a wheel? Yeah. I like where this episode The season's going to really wild places. I'm into all of it. I'm happy with, I'm happy with this season so far. What? Oh. <laughs> Most likely to. Be a secret superhero. <laughs> I mean, we have a question mark. Okay. Characters. Most likely to be a secret superhero. Okay. Who's got like an underground lair? Mm. Who's making those choices? I mean, I think it would be Nathan Scott. Like he's the Bruce Wayne of Tree Hill. <laughs> he is. Like he doesn't have any powers, but he's got money. <laughs> and we've seen him in a Batman suit. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, his dad's a bad guy. So it's like yeah. the origin yeah. story is all there. What do you, I mean, what do you think? I was going to say maybe like a one of the Rivercourt boys, maybe Colin oh. or, I mean, Junk or somebody, somebody who we don't know enough about. We, we give boys too much credit. I need it to Fair. be a girl. Great. Like, who's unsuspecting? Bevan? <laughs> Bevan. Bevan pulled that shit out of her hat where she's like, this is a conifer that's blah, 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 with the trees. Yeah. I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. Saving people's lives and then just being like, please don't tell anyone. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys, it was nothing. Okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's totally Bevan. Yeah, okay. And then who in real life is a secret superhero? Mm. Barbara? Yeah, I could see Barb thwarting some shit. Like seeing somebody steal an old lady's purse on the sidewalk and just get right in there. <laughs> yeah. She's the right amount of graceful and aggressive. Yeah. yeah, I would say like any of our moms, like Daphne, Barbara, Moira. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You know, Cheryl. They all mm-hmm. take no prisoners. Okay, they're like the Mrs. Incredible come to life. Yeah, where's that show? I'm into About it. a bunch of moms that are just like, we'll fix this. <laughs> Actual superheroes. That's yeah. actually kind of great. <laughs> yeah, okay. like soccer moms by day, superheroes by night. Happens. Into it. What do we got next week? Guys, next week we've got season five, episode seven, in the club. Ooh. Ruh, ruh. Uh, that's not what it says, Sophia. What does it say? I cannot. I shan't. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear any of us go, me in the club. Like, in the club. <laughs> no. The club. We're going. The club. club. Yeah. Oh, man. I hope it's happy. I'm really scared of what is going to be happening with Nanny Carrie in the next episode, you guys. We're only seven episodes into the season, and she's naked in the pool. Bless Tori for committing so hard and doing it so beautifully. Oh, boy. We'll have to have her on to talk about it soon. I can't wait. Um, Thanks for joining us, guys. That was fun. All right. Even though the episode is weird. Bye-bye. See you next week. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See See you next time. time. 
drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. Guys, we've been telling you about how we are huge fans of Tacova's boots, heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service. They're some of the best features of Tacova's, but now... They also have a gift for our listeners. Hillary, yes. tell them what they've won. Girl, Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. So just use the code DRAMA at checkout. That is D-R-A-M-A at Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And point your toes west. Friends, it is the season of cheers. Shop the largest selection of wine, liquor, beer, mixers, and more delivered in as little as one hour. Oh, that's so easy. Mini Bar Delivery brings the wine and liquor store to the palm of your hand. As featured in Rolling Stone, People, the New York Times Magazine, their app is loaded with party essentials, gifts, cocktails, entertaining tips, and the perfect finishing touch to any life moment. And you'll get $10 off your first mini bar delivery order with code IHEART. Get mini bar delivery on the go, available on iOS or Android. 